later. You know what we should do? Because I think we're logged in. We should read the outro a little quickly each time so we get to the point of sounding like the sweepstakes people at the end of, like, their radio show. They sound like they are speaking, like, a language. I no, wonder if I could do that. No purchase necessary. Pound around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on all social media. Uppercut. Oh my god, that's Damn, so hard. that was really Whoa, fast. That though. was really good. Yeah. Fucking, right, I'm gonna try fucking it. spitting. I'm going to try it again. <laughs> Pound around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on all social media, Uppercut Crit and UppercutCrit.com. If you like to hang out with the Uppercut crew, feel free to join our Discord as always. This is in the episode description. If you like to rate... <laughs> it's hard to do it after Damn, a while. you fucking were crushing it, though. <laughs> I can talk really fast. Holy that was good. Shit. You look shocked. You didn't know I could talk that fast? Not, like, coherently. No, I've heard you talk fast about, like, BTS and shit. And it's just, like, word vomit. But that was actually, like, no, I can a talk paragraph. Really, I can talk really quickly. You didn't know that. You no. look shocked. I feel like Andrew, Andrew looks a little scared right now. His <laughs> eyes are very wide. And, and like it was just the inflection too. It had like the like the the terms and conditions apply yeah. bullshit like tone to it. Yeah. Anyway. humans, welcome to Palin' Around, the official Uppercut podcast. Here we'll be focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they all interact through the internet. I'm your host, Jessica Howard, and with me from Uppercut is our own editor-in-chief, Tyga Lees Rowe. Ty, how are you? Hi, um, I'm good. I'm drinking a very large soda that I ordered on accident. Um, oh. Yeah, I for, I, it, it doesn't matter. It's not an interesting story. Hello. No. How how did you come upon the soda? What well, kind of soda? How was it an accident? No, I. Just... <laughs> what's, I ordered... what's the soda to ice ratio? I was just telling all of you. I ordered McDonald's, and apparently I pushed the wrong button, so I got a large combo with my nuggies, and the soda is very big. They're they're big boys. Is it large? Is it large? And I'm a small. <laughs> So yeah. what what type of soda is it though? Oh, it's just a Coke. Oh, okay. They say that Coke tastes better at McDonald's. Is that true? I think so. Sprite does. Bright yeah, Sprite, Sprite also does. Sprite. I would that say that Sprite extra and spicy. Coke both taste better at McDonald's. That shit Sprite is so crispy. It tastes mm. like TV static. It is so good. <laughs> it's so, like the Sprite at McDonald's is like that gold sparkly emoji. Like, yes. it's like drinking that. So, <laughs> so, how I think of McDonald's Sprite is like, you know, like fresh spring water, like crisp, cool, like from a natural spring. It's like McDonald's found that, but it was just Sprite instead. It's just a natural Sprite spring flowing out of the ground, like old faithful. Fucking Andrew, why Mc- are you Willy Wonka today? <laughs> I want to. I want to swim in it. Right? Like what? A, what? A, the rejuvenating powers. Oh no! You would one hundred percent get a yeast infection. <laughs> oh yeah. I yep. was thinking. Anyway, different. I thought the sprite was gonna just like eat you up and like make you evaporate. Mm. It's not acid. Not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, coke like is it. worse. 
Yeah, Coke is straight up just I say so gnarly. Big old sippy. <laughs> See, I think the, I think the reason I was less phased by the TV static comment that Monty made is because regular we would drink um, Red Bull basically daily when I was out there, and Monty always described it as my my TV static. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So I think I've just become accustomed to it. Uh, but Monty, you are here today. How are you? Have you had some TV static today? No, I had one iced coffee in the morning and then I got very sleepy at around 2, 3 p.m. So I, I made an alarm for an hour after that to wake me up, but I said no, turned it off when it rang and went to bed (laughs) and woke up 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Hell yeah, you did. (laughs) Um, Andrew, Hello. you're also here today. How are you? Um, you know what? Good. Great. Good? <laughs> yeah. Tell okay. me something that you ate or drank today. Um, I, mm, I've had two bagels today. Two bagels? Yeah, I had one for breakfast, and then I realized we forgot to buy bread at the store the other day. We just grabbed bagels, so then I made a bagel sandwich for lunch. Ah. Yeah. The, the diversity of the bagel. Yeah, um, I had a bagel sandwich for breakfast. Bagels. Well, we only have six bagels, so in one day I've eaten a third of the bagels in this house, which is a problem, because <laughs> I love bagels, and I wanted the last, them to last longer. Hold on. Monty, are you watching TikToks? No, that's my ringtone now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I had today? What? I woke up at 11.30 because I was up too late last night finishing up something. And I had a bowl of my gluten-free uh, peanut butter. I don't, I don't, it's like panda, is that panda bears? It's panda puffs, yeah. Panda puffs. They're peanut butter panda puffs. Mm-hmm. They're really good, but they do the same thing that Captain Crunch does, or like they tear the fuck out of your mouth. Oh. So, so I had a bowl of those. And then the only other thing I had is we just ordered Chinese food because Kayla is an influencer. <laughs> and uh. Kayla inspired uh, both Monty and Andrew and myself to order Chinese Um, but I ordered Chinese food and there's like a sauce on this orange chicken and, or maybe this is General Tso's. I don't know. It's a little bit spicier and combined with like the soreness of my mouth from those puffs. It's not a good, good experience. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. It's kind of sore. My mouth is kind of sore. Sorry. I'm just stalling because Monty's gone right now. I mean, anybody but Monty can go. We have three other people Uh, here. So this is the episode of Pound Around where we talk about what we've been playing this month. Um... And we have everybody except for Kayla this time here to talk about their games. One day all five of us will be here again. One day. Um, but it is not today. Nope. Uh, Ty, I'm going to start with you. Why don't you tell us about something you've been playing? Okay. We're just doing one, one for now. Yeah, I think so. It's like less intense than our normal amount. Except for Monty. Monty has like four. I think Monty just put down every game that she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Monty read the prompt wrong. <laughs> Monty just said, what games am I aware of? <laughs> there's, oh, no, there's no Slime Rancher on there, so I know that's not true. That's true, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, which one do you want to hear about? I want to hear about the medium, because that's like the, the hot 
I don't know, triple A title on your list. So it's like two and a half A's. Okay, two and a half. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the like big a, game. Yeah. So okay. So the medium is the new Bloober team game, which they have done the Layers of Fear games and they did the Blair Witch game that came out last year. Two years ago, two years I think. Ago? I don't know. Time is yeah. fake, whatever. Um, True. Blair Witch game. And um, it's about this lady named Marianne, who, as you might have guessed from the title, is a medium. And uh, she gets a spooky phone call to come to this, like, abandoned government resort slash hotel slash hospital. <laughs> and you go okay. and, like... There's rumors that there was a big old massacre there, and so then, like, you're going to try to figure out, like, what what the fuck is going on. And, um, the, like, gimmick, I guess, is that Marianne's consciousness will, like, split between the real world and the spirit world, and so you play, like, split screen with yourself, um, and you have to use, you know, like, the two different worlds to get through, like, environmental puzzles and, like, navigate the resort and stuff um and those are fine it's not a, like a hard game i think the main thing about it that's hard is there are several chase sequences and the camera angles on those are not adjustable in any way and they mm-hmm. give you some really weird perspectives that make it really hard to see what the fuck you're doing um which is you know great when there's like a 10 foot tall fucking pan's labyrinth looking thing tell it set talking about how it wants to wear you um, oh nice mm-hmm. that's very intimate <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of the shit it says is very intimate um and it's kind of exactly what you'd expect if you're familiar with bloober team i think like it's unfortunate because there actually is like a really solid if problematic like gothic horror family story at the heart of it but then there's just like all this extra bullshit around it that's just like especially towards the end it just like kind of doesn't make sense like I was talking to Kate from but why though because she reviewed it um and there's just like one part towards the end that like neither of us understand like we're just like we don't know what that was or like why it was there (laughs) Um, neither of us, like, figured out what the resolution to it was, so we're just like, eh, well, okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. You'll see some words from me about it. How did you feel? What's up? Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, you're writing more about it, so I will, I will spare you going into any more detail. Oh, I was just going to ask you, because something that I'm always interested in when I see games that tackle, like, mental health in some capacity, how do you feel it does? Oh. At, at, like, I guess, not approaching, good. like, mental health topics. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's it's, what it's I figured. A it's team. usually it's not, not good. not <laughs> good. It's, I will say, though, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of talk around the, like, content warnings and stuff of that game. And I will 100% say that the content warning that they put at the beginning of the game is, like, way too vague, and they need to, like, actually say what they're warning about. But that said, I think that, like, if you are used to the level of shit that the developers, like, this pull, it's not 
like gonna be anything worse than that. So like if you're comfortable with like the stuff that happens in Layers of Fear, especially like Layers of Fear 2, um it's it's like that. Um it's not okay. super super graphic in that way. Um so just so people kind of understand what they're going into. Mm-hmm. Monty, you're not adding more games to that list, are you? No. Okay. I already what? roasted you. Wait. <laughs> for what? <laughs> no. I said, like, <laughs> Ty started reading their list, and Ty was like, oh, do you want me to just do do the one? And I said, yeah, we can just do one, because I think we all have less this time, except for Monty, who named every game that she knows. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw I saw the Google Doc light up, and I saw your cursor. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> No, I'm, just trying. <laughs> I'm trying to keep track on what everyone's talking about. I'm like, what the fuck no, is this no, game? And I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, I'm going to go to Andrew um, with Persona 5 Strikers, because that's that's another one that I feel like will hit, you know, off the top of this show, because it's a big game. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing Persona 5 Strikers for a few weeks now. I got an early code. I haven't put as much time into it as I would like just because I've been busy. And also, I don't think I want more Persona 5. I thought I did, but like as I'm playing this, I'm like, this is neat, but it doesn't... Like, Persona games are structured all the same. You start the game, the problem happens, you get your first two party members... And then each dungeon you get a new party member, right? This one, you start out with all your party members from 5, plus the new character, Sophie. Um, or Sophia. And it just doesn't have that feeling of progression. Like, it jumps right back into where Persona 5 ended. And it just felt... It feels weird, especially after, like, Royal. Because I just played through Royal um, and finished it up not too long ago. So it just feels like more... And they wanted to make another game in the series and they're like okay well how since we resolved all the problems and like definitively ended that chapter of this game in persona 5 slash royal how do we make a new problem and it just feels very weird and not natural so far and like i'm about to fight the second boss and like clear the second dungeon um that said like the combat's fun even if i am very terrible at muso games like i'm playing on normal and having to grind because I'm just not good at them. Um, each player, you can control all the individual party members and they each play very differently, which I really enjoy. Um, it mixes it up a lot. An is a favorite of mine, honestly. Her whip kicks ass. And the like road trip mechanic <laughs> and like, not really mechanic, but the, the road trip like backbone of the story is really cool to get out of... Uh, like, are you in Akihabara in five? I don't remember the location, like the name of the location. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of locations, um, but you like you get out of the city that you're so used to from five after the first dungeon. So it's cool to see more of Tokyo and like different maps and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I just don't like. It's fun. It is a fun game. If you like Persona Five, you're probably gonna be stoked about this. I thought I was gonna be more excited about it. I'm just very okay on it. Um, I want to put more time into it, though, because I want to finish it for sure, um, just to see what they do. Because, yeah, right now the story just is not landing and feels very weird. Um, 
and force just for the sake of making a sequel. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I feel like a lot but, of Persona sequels are always kind of like, hmm, did you have to do this, though? Mm. <laughs> well, I will say one thing, like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I was talking about, like, the combat is good and stuff. One thing I will say is, like, the translation from JRPG to Muso with, like, the stuff like all-out attacks and weaknesses and technicals translates super well. It, like, it makes sense. And that was something, like, I was not expecting. I was expecting them just to do a completely, like, new, um, not necessarily battle system, but just do something completely different and just call it an all-out attack. You know what I mean? Um, but so they do, like, it, it still has that heart of Persona 5, which I enjoy, um the art style is great the menus are really cool the music kicks so much ass um yeah so i have really mixed feelings on it um the persona games are nothing if not stylish yeah no like (laughs) the the menus in particular like i really really love um in strikers so yeah like i said music is just top tier like so good so so good but yeah i think that's it for strikers the next one that I want to hit on, I'm going to I'm gonna do this and then I'm going to go to Monty next. I'm going to let Monty talk about a few of hers. But um, Andrew and I have been playing Mario 3D World, which once again, another, I think that's probably like the last like super big game um, yeah. on here. So we'll, we'll once again talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am not huge on platformers. I'm not necessarily the best at them. Um, but I really 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 love mario 3d world and bowser's fury i love both of them Mm -hmm. um and yeah i've played i've played some of the multiplayer and i i I guess i've only done multiplayer i haven't played by myself Mm -hmm. um and i don't know i like i said there's just something about it that even though i'm not huge into platformers it's like hitting the right part of my brain where i'm like oh i want to keep playing this like i'm not getting pissed off Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i feel like i'm not bad at it yeah which is like surprising i I think maybe it's because it's like I'm not bad at 3D platformers, and it's like a 2.5D yeah, kind it's, of. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's 3D, <laughs> but still like fixed camera. Yeah, because I mean, I guess it says 3D, but yeah. like the way that it, it is, it feels like, Yeah. it feels like 2.5. Yeah. Because it's still like a side view, but mm-hmm. there's just depth. Yeah. It's like Little Big Planet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's fun. Yeah. It is, it is very good. Um, My literal only complaint is whoever decided to map the run button and the pick up and throw yeah. button to the same button is a fucking awful human being. <laughs> that is strong. Okay. That is very strong. I'm sorry, but every time I go to run and I run by Jessica, I accidentally pick her up and then I try to stop running and I throw her off the edge and then my wife gets mad at me. So that person is awful for doing that to me personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Andrew has thrown me off the map several times. I just want to run. Let Mario Naruto scre- run. This is why white men are not allowed on the podcast. You are screaming, <laughs> sir. Let Mario Naruto run around the 3D world. Okay? Give Mario Look at everybody down. else's levels and look at your levels. Oh, I can't look at everybody else's levels because they're not In here. your head. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the button mapping's b- bullshit. Yeah. Rest of the game's great. Bowser's Fury, really Bowser's cool. Fury is so fun. Yeah. It's like, it's such a unique concept. Yeah. I would love to see it's more stuff like that. essentially just like this big open world. 
Mm. Um, and but every now and then Bowser just shows up to to fuck things up. And he's big cranky. And he's big cranky. <laughs> and you have to. And so you have you're traveling around the open world doing stuff. Eventually, you get enough uh, things to where you can fight Bowser in a kaiju fight. Cat shines. Cat shines. Yes. I'm, I, I, it's important if... for the lore. Okay, all right. Any like as Ty said at the beginning, Mario 3D World, everyone's a furry. It's very into cats. I don't know why. Um but yeah, you you get these cat bells or cat shines. You you use the cat bell and you turn into a giant kaiju kitty and you fight Bowser and you have to do this like I don't know, like six times or something like that until he's finally defeated. Um but it's so fun. It's like I'm trying to think if there's any like game i've played that's similar Mm-mm. but i can't really think of anything it's 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 an interesting concept yeah like as far as how the game works mm-hmm. um and also writing the little uh what's his name uh plessy plessy yeah because he's a plesiosaur yeah um yeah writing him is very fun he's a little dinosaur man he's a little dinosaur um i've been letting jessica play as mario like the whole time during bowser's fury i've been playing as bowser jr um and that's still like super fun. He yeah. doesn't control the same way. Like he's he's invincible. Like, but like it's still a blast Bowser, for co-op. Bowser Junior. actually is like the perfect thing to like let your kid play as. Mm-hmm. Like if if you because you really can't mess up anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like anybody of at any age could could play Bowser Junior. and have a really fun time and still feel like they're you know, like collecting things and and like mm-hmm. shooting things and and having helping. fun yeah. helping yeah. yeah. But like. If you're not, it's not, like, a huge issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Bowser's Fury is uh, one to two player local. And then mm-hmm. uh, 3D World is one to four player. And that's mm-hmm. online as well. Yeah. And two people can be playing on a Switch online. Yes. So. So it's pretty cool. I like, I mean, Nintendo consistently is, like, the one developer that's making games that people can play couch co-op. Yeah. So. Um, it's because they don't have an internet infrastructure to make them online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though. Running fucking Windows 98. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, it, it works for me, though, because I like to pl- have games that I can play with somebody. I'm more likely to play games if I have somebody to play with. That's true. It, it gives me big Luigi's Mansion 3 vibes yeah. for, like, how we play. Like, because, like, Jessica and I played through that whole game together. And it's it's so nice to, like, be catered to in that regard as, like, couch co-op people. Yep. Um, so. But yeah, that, that does it for 3D World. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Monty, I'm gonna let you talk about three of these guys. Uh, okay. Let's see. Um, however you want to divvy it up. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll. I guess I'll. Yeah. Alrighty. I I know what I want. Um. So, recently, with some influence on two out of the three games, um, I think I've just been kind of going back to stuff that's been comfortable um i think it's safe to I say i need you to divulge who the influence is for the podcast <laughs> listeners monty <laughs> i'll get into that in a second um uh yeah i i don't know it's it, the pandemic has been like really like fucked like just with everyone's head of course with like everything going on especially you know things going on within it um and it's been really really hard to start just new of anything uh whether it's like trying to go outside for a walk or trying to like force yourself to play a new game um it's just been really really difficult uh so i've been kind of trying to find things that are comforting and uh league is definitely one of them which is weird to say it's like a fucking comfort game because that game could be wild 
Um, but both Ty and both Andrew have seen me play, and I'm just literally vibing the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just really nice to kind of just, like, let your brain uh, be busy for a bit. Uh, and I've been playing a lot more. I'm trying to get more serious uh, with ranking because I'm at the lowest of the low, and I'm currently in promotions to get a higher rank. So that's really exciting. (laughs) I'm just fucking gamer. (laughs) It's in my blood. Gamer, wait, is it gamer fuel? No, G fuel. Sponsor me. Um, G fuel is Monty's blood. (laughs) Um, (laughs) let's get into Maple stories. So totally, totally not a BTS influence. Totally not. No. Uh, Jin, Jin playing it constantly, and I'm just like, hmm, maybe I should try that again. I haven't played that game in over, like, I want to say 10 years. Um, I'll, like, download it here and there, but then I, like, immediately just, like, delete it off my phone. But I was playing it last week, uh, at least every day to get the daily awards, and um, it's a very simple game. Uh, Maple Story is not too hard. Um, it does have, like, some gacha stuff, and I really am not into the gacha stuff, uh, because it gets really overwhelming for me. Um, but it's very simple, and I think one thing that really helps is that they have, like, an auto-mapper, so it, like, takes you where you need to go. Um, there's, like, a little piggy that you get on, and it walks, it, like, walks you to your next destination or your next, uh, task for you. Um. That's cute. It's very, very cute, and that's been really fun. Can you name your piggy? Uh, no, I haven't. Maybe you should name him Rusty too. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> Little Rusty Pig. Also, um, did you say it's on mobile? Yeah, it's on mobile. Since fucking when, dude? Dude, it's so fun on mobile. I'm just like, I, I like it this way. It feels more like a mobile game. Um, yeah, it, it always has. But I, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that it's, either. Yeah, yeah. And it's been so much fun to kind of just like replay as like uh not races but classes that you've maybe played before like the past like whenever you fucking played it last um right now i'm trying to play Aaron, which is a kind of not god but very like strong soldier who has like reappeared after being gone for so many years and like uh trying to help this girl who has like believed that you were gonna come back uh, to kind of save the world, and it's been really, really nice and comforting. So, uh, thank you, BTS, for that one. Uh, and then the last one I'm going to talk about is another influence. Uh, my friend Tavy uh, currently got me into Tales of Runeterra, which is another Riot game. And um, I really, really liked playing Hearthstone back in the day. So getting back into this has been the most overwhelming thing because there's so much you need to learn, especially with cards. Um, Mm. And me being overwhelmed by a game isn't really the best mix, but it's been very fun trying to get over that hump and learn everything. Um, Especially when it's characters that I recognize, I think that's been really easy. Um, These fucking players though are fucking ruthless. You can't talk to them. They can't talk to you. They can't chat to you. But I could feel their fucking rage. And they <laughs> hurt me <laughs> so bad. I have not won a game in the week that I've been playing. Um, but really, that's that's been it for my three games. It's just been comfort games. Um, and it's been, it's been really nice. 
I'm happy for you. Yeah, I like that. Thanks, guys. I have, okay, so I know I just talked about mine. But I have I have one more on my list, and I feel like it. It, it fits yep. it fits this. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do my last one right now. Um, I've been playing Overwatch <laughs> for basically the same reasons that Monty has been playing those three games. Um, <laughs> I was obsessed with Overwatch when it first came out. Um, I bought it like I think within like the first few weeks. Yeah, we bought it within like because two weeks. I was like, I remember when that game came out. I was like, I just don't think I can justify buying a first-person shooter. Like, there's no campaign, there's no yeah. story. Like, I'm like, I I can't justify that. And then I like watched more. You people... watched me play it for, t- and for t- like I played a lot of it, and then you were like, teach me. No, right? but I was talking. I'm the one who bought the game. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. So no, we were we were actually in a store. We were in like Walmart or something in Kirksville, and uh, we were in one of the aisles. And I was like, "Can we buy it?" And you were like, "Yeah." Like, are you gonna play it? You've been saying that you're not going to. I'm like, "No, I like really want to try it." You don't remember that? No. Okay. So well, I remember playing it a bunch, and then one night you were like, "Show me how to play it," and we no. like we went to the gas station, got like energy drinks, and stayed up like all night playing and trading back and forth. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, cute. I think that happened too. That's I think really that cute. did happen too. But yet the I was the one who who wanted to buy it that one okay. time. But I because I had seen people talking about it and yeah. I was like I was getting hyped and I was like I want to be a part of this. Um, and anyway, so long story short, um, I fell in love with that game. Yeah, I I have put too many hours into it. There's now a joke where people are like, "How many hours are you at?" Release the hours. Release, release the, the hours. hours. And like, it's disgusting. So no, I know the hours. I know. I knew do. the and old hours. I don't think I know the new ones now. I've been playing it a lot the last, like, three days, too. I know. Too, so yeah. it's like... Um, but the thing is, I am about to make the transition from playing it mostly on PS4 to just doing it on PC. Because I want to be able to play with Monty. And I don't know. Like, I, it just seems like I should learn how to play it on PC. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a fun time i can't wait yeah i played with monty once on pc i've played on pc once yeah. i'm a fun um, it was person fine. to play with on pc honestly yeah. like playing league with monty was awesome i want to play league with monty too <laughs> i i want to i want to play all the games with monty i want to be a toxic gamer with monty <laughs> oh, no. drinking our tv static <laughs> i hate this um, but yeah, no, so I'm excited to start doing that on PC. Um, probably gonna play more tonight. I think that it really is just like, it's it's like what Mondi said. It's just keeping my mind busy because I've been so anxious and depressed lately. Um, and so it's like, it's coming back to something that's always been comforting for me, something that I know how to do, something that's simple, but something that's still like, it's not too simple, you know? It's not just playing The Sims and, like, clicking and going mm-hmm. through the motions. It's, like, you still have to think there's that strategy. It, it engages me. Well, and there's the gratification of winning, too. Yeah. That The Sims, like, doesn't really have. Yeah, you can't, like, you're never, like, holy shit, I pulled that off. Yeah. When you get a, that promotion. Yeah, I got that sweet promotion, and my <laughs> wife's having a baby. Yeah. Because The Sims is definitely another one of my, like, depression games, but mm. it's not super satisfying. It's just kind of like a, holy shit, that was a black hole of a week where I put 40 yeah. hours into The Sims. It's a time waster. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas with Overwatch, yes, I'm st- it's still a black hole that I'm putting 40 hours into a week. But at the same time, I feel a little bit more gratification there. Yeah, yeah it's a bit more social, um, so yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So, Overwatch has been good. Um, I will now toss it to Ty to talk about uh, two more games. Okay. 
So I guess I will talk about, I'll just talk about them in the order that I've been playing them. So I streamed yesterday, I think. Time's fake. I don't know. Um, but I think it was yesterday. I streamed Bravery Network Online, which is now out in early access. And it is like, it's, it's like Pokemon style combat kind of, but with people and you play like with a five person team that you can tag in and out of fights. Um, so in that way it is pretty similar to Pokemon. Um, and it's basically just like you play as like this little robot called a, a Beck, I think it's called, that like is the coach of the team, which is how they explain like why you control who switches in and out of the fight. Um, but you assemble a team of bravery fighters um, because in this society, like, everyone is immortal, so they just, like, do stuff to be, like, influencers and stuff because there's really, like, nothing else to do. Um, and so, like, the bravery fighters, they just, like, beat the shit out of each other until someone gives up, essentially. But you can also use, like, emotional damage. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you can, like, make people feel things too, like, hunger or whatever. Um... Jeez. Yeah, so, like, I have a character, I have a couple characters who can inflict hunger, and then I have a couple who are, like, really, really strong in dealing emotional damage, and then I have one who, like, if she gets hit with any amount of emotional damage, will just pass out immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so the whole thing with it is, yeah, just, like, balancing out who you have in your fight at any given time. Um, and, like, trying to, you know, win the rock, paper, scissors of it all while also, like, you know, not getting fucked over because a lot of the characters are, you know, strong against everything, like, to a degree. Or, like, they'll have, like, pretty balanced stats, so it's not like you can just wreck them with, like, a type advantage type thing like you would in Pokemon. Um, and there are some that you can totally do that, too, but not real, like it's not going to be all of them, especially as you progress. Um, and it's just really fun. Also, the art is super, super, super cool. And I just have been, in, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm excited to keep playing it. Um, shout out to and Eric. Monty. Oh. I was say, Monty, you've been playing that one too, right? Yes. I started playing it for a review um, without giving too much about what I'm going to be writing about, I do very much like it. It is very, very good. I like to imagine that Ty's playing and just goes, hey, 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 you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's my, that's my mind palace of, uh, Ty playing. That I might see. have happened. Uh, I don't know. You can check one. the VOD. It could very well have happened. I see that happening. God. <laughs> The art is super, super cool. I'm trying to think of, like, what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah, that is dope. I it, like that. It looks like... It looks like I don't know, Scott it's very cartoonish. to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Scott pilgrim or, like, uh, River City Girls. It kind of reminds yeah. me of, like, a little bit of that art, too. God, mm-hmm. River City Girls rips. Yeah, it's, it's really cool art. So if you're into, like, kind of that more, like, cartoony, vibrant, like, I don't know, cool art, um, definitely check it out. Yeah, and they're like I, I already developing that a com- you and Monty like it. They're like already developing a competitive scene for it too. They like had a tournament for it this past weekend already. Oh shit. 
That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's super cool. That's very fast, too. So anyway, look out for my uh, upcoming esports career and Bravery Network. <laughs> G Fuel, where are you at? <laughs> this podcast has been sponsored by G Fuel and Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> um, Ty, I'm going to let you tell us about your last one oh, also. Oh, right. I forgot that I had another one. Um, which is dumb because I spent like all of today playing it. Um, so today was my day off, and I spent most of it in my bed playing Divinity Original Sin 2 on my Switch. Um. Hell yeah, you did. Yeah, I started a new file, like, I think either Friday or Saturday night, and then today I just spent, like, a lot of time with it. Um, and that game, you know, game good. Um, I like, (laughs) I like having it handheld just because, like, being able to just literally, like, smush it up against my face while I'm sure not very good for my eyes, like, does help when, like, I'm trying to figure out how I want to deal with combat and stuff. Um, and then, like, I do, I really like all of the different, like, combat options and the way that, like, you can usually figure out a way to get through an encounter if you need to, um, if you, you know, get creative enough with it. Um... And also, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good fantasy story, and uh, this is pretty fantasy bullshit, so I'm here for it. Yeah, I feel like Divinity Original Sin 2 is one of those that's, like, regarded very, very highly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people like it. computer RPG bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, w- I need to give it another shot. I really do. I tried it, and I did not understand what was happening, yeah. which is weird, because, like, I really like, like, Neverwinter and, like, the original Fallout games, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but, like, I was really overwhelmed or something, Same. I don't, and also, like, I think it's something that would be better played on a TV, or not, wow, not a TV, a I meant a, a PC is what yeah. I meant to say. Um, because, like, I was playing it on console, and it felt very strange to me. Yeah, same. I think that was my big hurdle, too, was just, like... I feel like it'd have better mouse and keyboard controls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, so, I don't know. What what setting is this game? Is it, like, medieval fantasy? What's going on? Yeah, it's, like, very much, like, high medieval fantasy shit. Yeah. yeah. But you got, like, lizard people and, like, skeletons and shit walking yeah, around. Yeah, it's, it's, like, very Elder Scrolls-y type fantasy. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got... Dude, when fantasies, like, do the fucking skeleton shit, that's so fucking funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I really like the skeletons because there's like a whole thing where they're like, they're not like, they're not like zombies. They're like, they're not dead gods, but there's something along that line where they're like a, a like a like a group of people who like died but are still lingering in some way, and like they also have to disguise themselves whenever they're in public, so they have to like find different masks and like. If you get far enough in the game, you could just have your skeleton guy just, like, fucking swap faces. Oh my god. That's actually dope as hell. I, I like that. Really cool. I have a question for... I have a question for the chat. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so. Zombies. Reanimated skeletons. Ghosts. Vampires. And there was one other thing I was thinking of. God damn it. What was it? I was going to say there are five people in Uppercut. Which one would each of us be? But I can't remember what the fifth one was now. No, it was something that was dead that came back. So ghost, zombie, reanimated skeleton. A mummy? Uh, Yeah, mummy. 
And then vampire was, wait, is that what, is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, you said vampires. Okay. So who would everybody be? I think Ty is reanimated skeleton. Yeah. No, 100%. No fucking <laughs> yeah. doubt. No doubt. I mean, I'd like those biology classroom skeletons, but like with a Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> God, that's too true. I think I'd be the mummy. I like to be cozy. I see you as a mummy. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing is that you would have a beanie on and like your sweater or arms would just be wrapped around you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd be so cozy. That sounds like yeah. such a that such a good time. Maybe I'll try it out sometime. So then that leaves. Zombie and vampire. And what was the other one? And ghost. And ghost. I feel like I would be a ghost. Yeah. See, I was going to say I would be a ghost. I think you would be a zombie. Oh. I think we can all agree that Kayla would be the vampire. Kayla, Kayla's edgy. So Why Kayla, am I the zombie? You're the zombie because, I don't know, you're more like... I'm trying to think of the way to... You can call me dumb. No, that's If you're going to do it, just fucking do it. <laughs> Zombies are more like brutish, you know what I mean? Brutish or brutish? Brutish. Oh. Like you're tough. You're like you're you know what I mean? Oh. Like zombies are the closest to like a werewolf. Okay. Like, do you get what I'm saying? No. But you I don't know. What? know. I love There's you more physicality. And, brain. Thank and you I'm a this. ghost because <laughs> I want to disappear right now. <laughs> this was your question. <laughs> Anyway, God, I'm glad that that happened. <laughs> Andrew, what have you been playing? Um, so I've been playing hit indie game Valheim. Um, Shut up. The game fucking rules. No, it's good. Um, like I don't like survival games all that much. Like my, I fucking hate Minecraft and Terraria. Like they just don't work for me. Um. But I popped into, I got Valheim, I was like, it's 20 bucks, whatever, I'm sure I'll play with some people, including friend of the show, Glenn, um, at some point, so I got it, played a little bit by myself, and then was Glenn, Glenn saw I was online, and he's like, hey, do you, like, do you need help? I was like, yeah, sure, and so he just popped in my world, helped me out for a little bit, and like, I was having a great time, and then he left, I killed the first boss, and then last night, Alex Van Aken um, from Game Informer hit me up, and was like, yo we got two spots open in our valheim server do you and glenn want to join in i was like yeah cool so it was me glenn alex ian preschel jesse vitelli um alex's friend zach and alex's little brother um and then there was a couple other people that just didn't show that just weren't there but they're in the server and we just like screwed around for like two and a half hours we ended up beating the first boss um Alex and Ian, like, built us a great, like, building and settlement and, like, workshop. Um, the rest of us just, like, harvested materials. We had so much wood for Alex to build with. We all have our own bed in our shared bedroom, and we all have signs above our beds. Um, mine says, Sweet Dreams Angel, and then Glenn put another one above my bed that says Baby on Board. You guys are um, so ugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh outside of our uh house which is a three-story house for some reason i'm not really sure why it's so big uh because there's only anything on the top floor um ian put a sign that says toyotathon um and when we were fighting the first boss without any of us knowing like you can't build any advanced structures without having a workbench so right before we summoned the um the boss 
Alex snuck off and behind a giant rock built a workbench without telling anyone. And then we summon the boss and we just hear Alex go, I'm building, I'm building. And we look behind us and Alex has created like a staircase tower to get on top of like in Fortnite and is just sniping the <laughs> boss with bows. <laughs> That's so good. And after the fight was over, we're like, wait, you need a workbench. He's like, yeah, it's over here. And like showed us where it was. He's like, I built it as you guys were summoning the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was so fun and like alex paid for the uh for like 30 days of a server so anybody anybody can log in whenever like he doesn't have to be on um and just like work on stuff and yeah it's just a really fun game um and it's an early access it's only 20 bucks there's five bosses right now and yeah i'm really excited what they do with it it sold three million copies in 17 days oh which is fucking absurd um for like an early access like indie game um but yeah we i had an absolute blast with it so yeah definitely recommend it if you're like on the fence about it um you're like oh it's just hype like if you can get a group of people to play with like they recommend two to five people we were playing with six or seven it still works great um and like servers are actually stable now and stuff like that um so yeah it's a good time i really enjoyed myself and it's not a game I normally would. So. That's good. Yeah. And my na- my character's name is Vicky Viking. Good. Okay. I hate it. Do you? A little. Fair. <laughs> I just watched Suki eat all of Bruce's food. Nice. Good job, Suki. <laughs> Bruce, I don't know. Eat. It's usually like the dog wants to eat cat food. For Suki, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. She wants to eat the dog food. She yeah. does what she wants. Um, She's got those dehydrated chicken bits in there. <sighs> anyway, um, yeah, I think Monty, you're the only one left now. Um, Take us home. These are these are some of the mixtape games, I think. Uh, yes. So, uh, mentioned before, I am playing uh, Bravery Network, but that is for a review coming to you semi soon. We'll see how I be feeling. Um, uh, the other uh, game that's going to be on indie mixtape, which I'll quickly just uh talk about is uh yobawari which is a japanese uh indie horror game uh about a little girl looking for her sister who uh went out one night to look for their lost dog but didn't come back home um it's it's really cool it really uh how do i say it really uses your senses of hearing um to freak you out and the enemies look very, very cool, but I'll, I'll save more of the chunk of that for indie mixtape. Um, my last game is going to be Rhythm Hive, which, surprise, surprise, is another BTS influence. Um, I just need that content. I need, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm under the shackles of capitalism and I need it. I need it. I hate you. Um, so, uh, BTS currently, I think, has, like, two mobile games. They have BTS World and they have Rhythm Hive. Uh, I didn't connect too much with BTS World because it's more of, like, a uh, managing, like, the team kind of game uh, where you go back in, like, 2013, 2012. But, like, I wasn't a big fan of, like, that system. Um, also, they had, like, 3D models of the characters, which hit 
that like uncanny valley for me and that shit's like really weird mm, for me yeah um so i was like no i'm not doing this uh but i found rhythm hive which is a rhythm game and it has three of the labels bands which is uh bts uh tomorrow by together and n pen and pen and uh it's been really fun usually rhythm games freak me out because there's so much to look at at the screen <laughs> Um, especially when you go into an arcade and you play those rhythm games there, like, I could never get a handle of, like, DDR or even, like, the, the hand button games. I can't do them because they're just so much. Um, but there is a very, very casual mode on Rhythm Hive, and it's been really just a nice time to play my favorite songs and tap away on my screen. It's been very good. It's a good, like, uh, resetter when I'm trying to do work. And I'm getting really distracted. I'll play, like, a quick little little song and then I'll get back to work. That used to be Among Us for me before, but, but now it's Rhythm Hive. But it's been it's That's... been really nice. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna download it right now. Yeah! Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I, I showed Jess yesterday that, like, on your screen you can have, like, your favorite guy uh, and, like, a certain, like, concept photo, and, like, their concepts, like, the types of, like, shit that they wear each year, and, like, their eras and shit, um, and there's, like, a certain, like, not-so-good selfie that I'm, like, in love with, um, that they have as, like, an icon photo, and I'm very happy that I got it, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. There is a gacha system to it, because you pull, like, certain cards, the, more uh powerful the card the better score you get um and i really don't care much for that so i've been just getting cards and be like i don't know what the fuck to do with this but i'm just gonna keep playing <laughs> so yeah rhythm hive has been really cool and yeah that's my last game that's our last game that is our last game and i feel like we had a really good lineup this month some of uh some of the big ones a lot of yeah. like nice therapeutic ones whether they've been around for years or you know just came out recently Mm -hmm. i don't know got a good little roundup you guys proud of us yeah good good gamers over here yeah (laughs) i don't know about good but (laughs) unless it's league in overwatch then it's toxic (laughs) yeah jessica has relapsed actually I'm about to like take Monty down with me too. I already texted Monty last night. I'm like, hey. Oh, I I fucking I was working today and Jessica, like she said earlier, was up at eleven thirty and like I said a few words to, we said a few words to each other, like I was working and stuff, and I get up to get a glass of water and I walk in and she's art in the living room and she's already playing Overwatch and all I said was Rise and Grind gamers. <laughs> God. And- it like it seriously was like that like school kid on a Saturday morning. He like looks in there, it's eleven thirty, I'm like sitting cross legged on the couch with a bowl of cereal in between my legs, like booting up the game. That's kinda cute. It was Honestly, <laughs> if I hadn't seen that image so, 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 so many times before I wouldn't be as worried (laughs) no don't be worried i'm thriving are you i'm thriving keep telling yourself that honey (laughs) and that is the show (laughs) ty where can people find you uh you can find me on twitter at ty underscore g and ars andrew where can people find you you can find me on twitter at cogs the well c-o-g-s-t 
H E W E L L. I forgot how to spell the. <laughs> what happens? Words are fake. Monty, where can people find you? Oh, words are fake. <laughs> we can't read. We can't. Monty, spell. where can? No. Oh my god. So I was on. Uh, I was on kind of funny doing Clue the other day, and like, <laughs> it's so funny how many times I make jokes about like, like gay people can't do math or bisexuals can't do math. And, like, on our shows, and it's, like, one thing, but then I'm playing Clue in front of, like, you know, I don't know, like, well over a thousand people, and I say something like, I don't know, I can't do math, I'm bisexual, and the chat was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't hang out with Incredible. <laughs> oh, it was so fucking oh, funny, because so I was about good. to say I can't do math, and then I thought about that, and I'm like, oh, that was, that was a moment. <laughs> Um, Monty, where can people find Monty, you? where can people find you? Uh, you can find me not do math at all um, at Fried Monty. I almost forgot my fucking handle. I almost said uh, 3DS boy, but that's uh, that's long retired. <laughs> yeah, that that is. Dead for rest, a rest in peace, the boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at Just Jess is Fine on Twitter and Instagram. Palin' Around is a product of Uppercut, which you can find on all social media at Uppercut Crit and UppercutCrit.com. If you'd like to hang out with the Uppercut crew, feel free to join our Discord. As always, the link is in the episode description. If you like the show, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you just can't get enough, you can head over to Patreon.com slash UppercutCrit and toss a few bucks our way to get it early. Or even get your name right at the end, just like these folks here. Darren, Ashley Lee, Felicia Miranda, Jordan Ramy, Dale, Adam Manahan, Wheels, Jesse Vitelli, Eric Sapp, Game Crash, Adept 7777, Optional Objectives, Michael Diaz Suarez, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eli Berg Moss, Jason Coles, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Sean Martin, Jesse Peterson, Jared Shu, DJ Kento, Cam Koenig, Quinn Hoffman, and Mikey Phillips. Thank you all so much for your generosity, and thank you, listener, for palling around with us. Bye! <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs> you did it.